So this is Cornelius from Cornelius and McGee. And not me. This is not for me. I think uh, we've done well over 200 episodes. And you haven't heard me not one time, not one time utter a curse word. However, everyone else that is on my our podcast could and or might be a little bit, oh, let's say potty mouth. So put this out there as a warning to all listeners. You are now listening to with Cornelius and Ash. That's Cornelius. He is in Denver, Colorado, and I am McGee, and I am in East Mariches, New York. Hard to find. And we uh, always start Bet Your Ash podcasts with the same question in the same place at the same starting point. Cornelius, my friend, what are you smoking today? Today I am smoking the Laquista. Laquista by Gran Habano. And this is a this is a great cigar for this time of the day. It's over at least here in mountain time. It's uh uh late morning, you know, just before noon. And uh it is a Nicaraguan Corojo wrapper. Uh it has a combination, a tri-country combination of Nicaraguan. Colombian and Costa Rican filler and binder um, gives you some notes of like, uh, for me, uh, a little bit of sweetness to it um, has a little bit of uh, honey graham cracker type of taste to it. Uh, and it comes with this golden cinnamon hue to it. It's a very, it's a very pleasant cigar. I'm, I'm going to put it in the light plus to medium range but it's a, it's a great cigar. Now, I feel like I've tried it before, but from when you describe the flavor, that's like right down my alley. I th- feel like I would remember it better. So maybe mm-hmm. I'm confusing it with something else or misremembering. Sounds like something I need to try. I think it's... Uh, um, I believe it's fairly i believe it's fairly new i don't know how maybe new i am confusing it with something else that grand habano put out but that sounds good yeah. that sounds really yeah good. yeah it's a good it's got a 93 rating um it's oh, a good cigar right. nice yeah. nice dig it man dig it well uh it is time yeah, it's kind of you know dull time in the summer, right? Like there's mm-hmm. not a ton of sports. Once basketball season's out of uh, out of out of you know once the playoffs end, and then and football still, I don't know, five six weeks away. Um, it's kind of boring, right? Like I'm not, I'm not a big baseball guy. I'm just not. I, I was as a kid, and I'm not as an adult. Mm-hmm. And um, the World Cup is supposed to be this summer, but they moved it into november because it's so hot in Qatar or qatar i'm not sure how you pronounce the name of the country um so we've been doing our little previews for the nfl the upcoming nfl season and it's rare that it kind of lines up with like current events because Mm -hmm. today we're talking about the nfc west and we go in alphabetical order 
which means the Arizona Cardinals are first and they're in the news, man. You, mm-hmm. Yesterday, today, whatever, they're giving Kyler Murray $230.5 million contract to play football. Mm-hmm. At least $170 million guaranteed. My goodness. Generational wealth for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's really, that's really a lot of bread. Um, I mean, we're starting with the Arizona Cardinals, so let's just start right there. How do you feel about in like if you were if you owned or or ran the Cardinals, is that the guy you would want to invest in long term? Because that's a commitment. Well, I think they. I don't know. I mean, they had he had this year left on his contract, and um. Well, I have to say it like it is, all right, yeah. How or how I feel, okay? I know everyone younger than me says it's, it's, it's different. It's not the same as when you were uh, younger and you were into sports and things like that. So what we see is we see individual players that make moves and they get contracts they get really really big big contracts yeah it's okay? really lucrative right now now i've kind of moved away from fandomonium of most teams even though i have my home teams that i root for but i've kind of moved away from it whereas i know every single player every single stat every single you know where they yeah. I, and i still i i still for statistical sake know some of that but not like i used to not like i used to have their uh players card and look on the back and you know keep track of all that right and the reason being is this the reason being is that to me it seems like whether it's mm, oh yeah whether it's not as much in baseball but whether it's basketball or football that players somewhat establish the success of the team when i say establish it now 46 million on average is going to be going to kyler murray okay it's just a lot of money (laughs) it's a lot of money right now when you take basketball baseball and football Football has more players on it than anyone. Okay? Correct. So, let's just say that I am Cooper Cup. Arguably. I think he's one of, I mean, he's definitely one of the couple highest paid wide receivers, right? Didn't he just get renegotiated last year? Yep, with the Rams. With the Rams, right. But let's just say that that didn't happen. And I am Cooper Cup and I decide, you know, I think I want to I just I run I want a a Super Bowl with you guys. I think I want to move out and go with another team. It's just what I want to do. Free agency is amazing. It's good that players have that, you know, that ability that that they can when their Mm -hmm. contracts up or when it's agreed upon date, they can go test the market. You're free to go. Okay. Now, guess what team I'm not going to? The Arizona Cardinals. Why is that? Okay. Because when you add up 
Kyler Kyler Murray's contract, and you add up the contract that I'm trying to get. All right. You don't have money for everybody else, is your concern. <laughs> everybody else, there is nobody else. Well, <laughs> we're I'm not gonna, putting. I, I would like to point out that the salary cap keeps going up. <laughs> it and does, it's gonna, and it's going to go up and... a dr- dramatically again next year or two years yeah. from now, whenever that deal is up. Mm-hmm. So the point yeah. is, they have they now have two hundred and ten or whatever yeah. to spend every year. Mm-hmm. I would argue, modern NFL game is so reliant on the quarterback like the mm-hmm. big quarterback oh, yeah. win, that yeah. the quarterback deserves 25 percent of that if you I got have you. the star because they're selling you. the merch and they're putting their butts in the seats right i, I got you but so, but, but I'm, what i'm getting at uh-huh. is isn't i mean i know he's suspended for the first six games but they mm-hmm. got d hop who's making a yeah. ton of money and he loves being on the team of kyler murray uh, i got you yeah and then and and he has and he's also with cup in the top five and then mm-hmm. they also have Zach Ertz, who makes money, you know, and um, who's the other wide receiver? Oh, they they just traded for Hollywood Brown, but I mm-hmm. don't think his contract's that big yet. But the point is, they still had money to sign J.J. Watt to a boatload of bread on defense. Like, yeah. none of these teams are spending more than they can afford to spend. You know what I mean? Like. I- 200, I, 200 mil on the roster is not that big a deal because fuck half of it, it's inflation. It's like the same yeah. as it was a couple of years ago because 200 mil isn't what 200 mil used to be. I got you. But you want to know what? This is my point. You look in basketball, right? Arguably top five, uh, Kevin Durant. Nobody's, nobody's even calling. Nobody's calling. You want to know why? Because... The, the things that have to happen to shoulder that type of a contract. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Is, so my point but is. Also, a little different because it's a luxury cap situation in, like mm-hmm. baseball, where mm-hmm. if there's like, hey, it's, this is the number. And mm-hmm. if you go over, you have to pay a tax on how much you go over. So yeah. the teams that are making a boatload of money, like the Warriors, mm-hmm. can just afford to pay the tax or the Yankees in baseball. Yeah, exactly. Football doesn't have that. Right. Mm-hmm. With like, and that's probably good, or else the Dallas Cowboys would just outspend everybody and pay the luxury tax. Yeah, 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 exactly. we're, we're generating a billion a year or whatever, you know. Absolutely, um, absolutely. So I some well, argue my, that that's the my, 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 you know, if your business is making more money than your competition, you should be allowed to I think so spend too. that I, money on however you want. <laughs> but I think so too. Yeah. But my point is is that. I am happy and I believe you should make as much as you possibly can. Yeah. Okay. What I'm saying is, is that in professional sports, it doesn't necessarily convert into the best. No, you're absolutely right. We're seeing James Harden. James Harden took Uh, the lower deal in order to enable them to re-sign everybody else. I would also argue they probably weren't. (laughs) They probably didn't want him to take the big deal. But the point is, everybody has that conversation. One time, you Mm -hmm. you get the biggest deal you can. And then after that, you take the team-friendly deal. You do the Tom Brady route. He did it for years with the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. So, and I was—I was just about to say. But this, I just this, stopped looking at numbers. Yeah, but I this just is, stopped paying attention. To numbers, just thinking but, about it in terms of percentage of the cap. But this is what I was about to say: is if if you take away to 2022 and 2021, and let's say 2020 to 2010, that decade, right? In all of professional sports, what is the most winning winningest team? 
Patriots. Okay. The system uh, works. The system works. But at the same time, it's a tough ask to tell somebody whose career is a fraction of what yours and mine are, right? Mm-hmm. Their earning years are 10 years, maybe, let's say at right. the most 15, right? And then the Tom Brady exception of 25 or 30 years in the NFL mm-hmm. or however long it's going to be because he's never going to retire. Um, yeah. It's hard to ask the 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 guy who the running back or the 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 quarterback or anybody who mm-hmm. only gets to earn for half of their half of their adulthood mm-hmm. to say no to every single penny they can get while they mm-hmm. can get it um but yes you're right the op- the the teams that do get the star to take the team friendly deal mm-hmm. incredibly benefit from that you know, right. incredibly right. benefit so I, so my that and that's my point. My point is is that as far as true true fans are concerned, I believe that um and I, I you know I can't run down all the contracts down in uh Tampa right. Bay, but I believe Tampa Bay, when you look at all the key key players in Tampa Bay, most of those players have made their money for their career. They're playing for a championship. So I'm pretty sure they all are like, hey. The team friendly deal. Yeah. yeah, they all took the, the team friendly and said, "Let's yeah. do this." Right. Yeah. So once again, it the converted. Only, it converted into a everything Super Bowl. you're saying makes in you know? makes perfect sense, right? But the yeah. only like the only counter I would have is every single star quarterback that comes up to renegotiate gets a million dollars more than the last guy, or whatever, two yeah. million, or half a million, or whatever. Yeah. They get a little bit more than the last guy, and we're not seeing any teams come off of that mm-hmm. big you know what i mean like we're gonna see that keep going like the right. next next person is lamar jackson he's yeah. gonna make more than deshaun and more than kyler and then and he's the probably next gonna person get his is, guarantee too right yeah. and then the next person is so and so and they're gonna make a mm-hmm. dollar more than him and then i right none of these teams are avoiding doing that when they when they have their star for a couple right. years right mm-hmm. like when it's when it's worth doing that because these numbers don't mean shit to these teams. They mm-hmm. like they even if they spend everything up to the salary cap, they're still making way more than that. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. It just doesn't matter. They can afford to do it. So right. if you're going to compete with the other teams that have star quarterbacks, the Mahomes, the Aaron Rodgers, the these teams that win, right? Like you kind of you kind of need to. It's that whole keeping up with the Joneses, right? right you're right. not gonna if you're the Panthers and you got three guys that are at 20 million dollars or 14 mm-hmm. million dollars and competing for the starting spot. What that tells me is you don't have a starting quarterback. You don't have because yeah. a starting right. quarterback in the NFL right now it costs 30 plus million dollars. You know, if you don't have yeah. talent that can demand 30 plus million dollars, you're probably not winning the Super Bowl. Right, right. And 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 the thing is is and and that's the and that's NFL. If yeah. we if we went NBA, right? right? I would say that some of the players who have probably made their money already are probably not completely out of their prime, but are still on the upper cusp of the bell curve of their prime. Durant, Harding, all of they them sell jerseys I, and they put people in their seats, man. But, it's, it's value. But, it's value. But it's as an much, investment. It's an as asset. much as much, and I would even go Kyrie Irving. As much as some of those players are like, you know, I want to go and establish my own legacy by creating my own championship that I could say, hey, you know what? He went over there and he won a championship yeah. and he was the player, right? 
Yeah, I would that's say, just how you get paid. That's not what you yeah. do once you're paid. <laughs> well, well, they're already paid. No, they're already paid. I, I, I would, I, I would venture to say that all of them are in the uh, hundred million range as far as uh, what they've made so far in their careers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But with the with the pocketbook that they they have dangling behind them, they can't. Okay. Um, yeah, Durant could probably go to Sacramento or something, or you know, you know, he could probably go somewhere and for the next five years build around him and then win a championship. Dude, yeah, Sacramento's got a lot of young parts and some and, assets. And like if he went to Sacramento, he he they they built a team around him. Plus, he's got legal weed. He's in California. Yeah. He's a big pot smoker, and it's a quick it, fucking flight to a private plane to L.A. I it would take why that would be a problem. No, no, no. It would take it would take some years for him to get that 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 uh, championship that he's looking for that's yeah, my probably point. three probably three yeah three. three depending on who else they bring yeah. in you know more know. like three or three three to four i don't know but it's still, getting easier still, and easier to turn an nba roster around if you spend money the right way and spend yeah. your draft capital and assets and etc the right way mm-hmm. i don't know a my, team my, now that team has never given me in recent years hasn't given me any faith to think that even if they made a good deal for Durant, that right. they would be able to put the team and, around him. It's yeah, just a poorly run franchise. Exactly. Exactly. I think Vladi Divac's in charge. Uh, yeah. He's, he does something up there. Does I think he's president. Yeah. I can't remember <laughs> what his position is, but I guess my whole point is that, and don't get me wrong. I'm not bashing big contracts in professional sports. I'm not doing any of those things. All I'm saying is, is that from a true fan standpoint, if you look at what the money that was made in the 80s, early 90s, and you look at what's made now, it's not representative as far as inflation is concerned, no. but the popularity of the sport has caused these uh, contracts to be able to Look, get huge. It took so, a long time for the for the players' union to to fight for the players to get an equal yeah, share as the owners, dude. Yeah. I mean, like at the time, owners were pocketing 75 percent of the money, and yeah. uh, you know, players were were drastically underpaid, exactly. right? Drastically underpaid. Exactly. Like if the one player started getting one million dollars a year, like mm-hmm. I was already talking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was a long, it was, it wasn't that long ago is when I, yeah. Mean. And um, I give, and that's why I give big ups to the golden state uh, warriors because yeah. they have a great program in Baby's which they develop Pay the tax because we're making the bread and we yep. can afford to do it. And they, and they develop in a way yeah. that they can actually say something to the effect of a dynasty with a high price tag. Whereas Today, yeah, most of the high price tag teams, like the Rams, I, well, they, you know, there's certain key players that left, right? I don't think that the Rams. We'll get to them. Yeah, and they're coming up. I don't think that they're gonna, they're gonna uh, be. Um, you don't think they'll repeat? Second. No, but let's okay. get into well, that. Well, we'll get to that conversation in a minute. That's that, that, that's part of my segue. Let's so, start. But, but let's the, start with the Arizona okay. Cardinals first. So we we touched on Kyler getting the the paper. Mm-hmm. He, you know, and they and I mentioned how they added Hollywood Brown to um. So it'll be like him and AJ Green for the first six weeks until mm-hmm. uh, uh D Hop comes back, and then they got through. That's a good wide receiver room with the three of them, and then Zach Ertz at tight end. That's solid. There's some weapons there to catch the ball. Mm-hmm. Um. The defense is impressive, right? They got JJ Watt and um and they got that Isaiah si- uh, Simmons or Simons or Simmons. He went to Clemson, linebacker, mm-hmm. he's nasty. Um, and then they just got some like a lot of speed, and you know, and that's 
smart than when you're going against uh, in, in an NFL that everybody's passing, have a fast secondary, right? Um, in the draft, no first rounders, but in the second round, they got a, a local of local import to you. In the second round, they got a tight end from Colorado State named Trey McBride. And then um, the only other thing that mattered to me, at least, is in the seventh round, they drafted this corner cornerback from Valdosta State, which is right up the road from Tallahassee. And I used to kind of pay attention to him and may or may not have uh, wagered, you know, on some of their games. But over the last couple of years, they've started putting a, lot, a bunch of athletes into the NFL. And mm-hmm. there's now I think there's like two guys on the Colts and somebody else. And, you know, this is the second cornerback in the last couple of years. Like there's there's. They're putting people in, so that's cool. And mm-hmm. also, the kid's name is Christian Thomas. Mm-hmm. They also that was in the seventh round. In the second round or the third round, they drafted a guy named Cameron Tom, uh, Cameron Thomas. Mm-hmm. So, first off, two first names. Always confused. Sorry, Christian Matthew is Val is the kid from Valdosta. The seventh round, and then Cameron Thomas. When people have two first names, I tend not to trust them. I, that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with football or anything i'm just throwing that out there like i mm-hmm. just i don't know i, just, I feel i was like pick one you know what i mean it, and, it always and, makes me a little and, uncomfortable and, and what about the poker player here yeah exactly what was his name it doesn't matter anybody with no, his two first names uh with the older gentleman with the ponytail i know who you're talking about yeah I know exactly it, what you're talking about. well how about two same first name his name is thomas thomas Tom. I never put it together, but you're Tom, right. It is Tom, Tom Thomas. Tom, Thomas. <laughs> no, Tom's name is Thomas Thomas. That's his actual name. Right. I never, yeah. <laughs> it, it never even dawned on me that holy shit, the man's name is Thomas Thomas. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 for the longest, I thought it was Tom Thomas. And I was like, oh, wow. And then I had to look at his ID one day. One day and and it I was like, said Thomas Thomas. Thomas Thomas. If, I said, wow. He may be, that might not be his real. Identity, Me. right? That could be <laughs> it, it he could be not. living underground on the lamb witness, witness, you know, witness protection. I don't well, know. Well, that's that sticks out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. That would be well, a worse thing. Okay, we've went through all fifty-one states. Colorado's the last <laughs> one. But all I know is, out of everyone that lives there, we're going to start with that guy named Thomas Thomas because that looks. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> all ahead, right. <laughs> so the Cardinals, yep. gambling wise. Mm-hmm. To make, or sorry, to to win the division, NFC West, they are plus two seventy five. So a hundred dollars, you win, you get your hundred back plus another two hundred and seventy five dollars. Mm-hmm. To win the conference and go to the Super Bowl, NFC is not as strong as it was last year. Just saying, mm-hmm. if they were to go to the Super Bowl, you can get it at fourteen to one plus fourteen hundred, mm-hmm. and to win the Super Bowl. You can get 40 to one hundred dollars wins you $4,000. Now we're going to go through the schedule. we the over under is eight and a half wins. Mm. 17 game season. Let's do it. I think they've been over 10, like the last two years. They had 11 oh. wins last year. And yeah. if I remember correctly, most of them were early in the season and they kind yeah, of like, they they fell, kind of fell yeah. apart in December. Yeah. I wonder mm-hmm. if they can, um, I wonder if not having, but he was injured. Well, he did get injured. You're right. But I I wonder if not having D hop for the first six weeks Mm. 
means you get an infusion of energy and fresh legs in the latter half of the season out of that. Right. It might, in a weird way, benefit them. Great. But this is a brutal schedule. When mm-hmm. I looked at this, this is a brutal schedule. So let's go. Um, they start the season at home against the Kansas City Chiefs. Then they go to the Raiders at home against the Rams, at the Panthers, at home against the Eagles, at the Seahawks, at home against the Saints, at the Vikings, at home against the Seahawks, at the Rams, at home against the 49ers, at home against the Chargers, at home against the Patriots, at the Broncos, at home against the Buccaneers, at the Falcons, and at the Niners. Tough fucking schedule. Ah, I got them somewhere around nine ish, nine ish, ten. Yeah. I have them at eight. I had them right at eight when I went through it. I had them right at eight. So I got both of the Seahawks. Yeah, okay. I think that that is two wins too. That's a bad team yeah. this year. We'll talk uh, about them briefly at the yeah. end here. But. Yeah, both of the Seahawks, the Eagles. Uh, I got them on. Um, I think they can beat um, the Patriots. Um, I got them. Yeah, I'm interested to in seeing what's up with Matt Jones, Mac Jones, uh-huh. or whatever his name is this year. Yeah, between the Raiders and the Broncos, one of those they should definitely be able to win. I got them uh, splitting one with the Rams. Yeah. I got them splitting wow. one. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see okay. that. They, they did beat them last year. They did beat them last year. And I think mm-hmm. they beat them in L.A., right? Yeah. And they both yeah. were on the road, yeah. Yeah. And I, I got them splitting one at the very least with the San Francisco. Uh, I got them uh, beating the Carolina Panthers. So we're at nine. Uh, I got them beating uh, and then possibly beating – Oh, what was the other team? Uh, but that was my half right there. Uh, yeah. But I, I see nine to ten wins there. Um, it still seems it's so it's close enough to eight and a half that I'm probably not going to bet it. One injury yeah. probably messes it all up, right? Yeah. But it's um, it's I think they're a good team. I just I think they have yeah. a tough schedule, but I think mm-hmm. they're a good team. You know, mm-hmm. what do you? How far do you think they can go into the playoffs? Like forty well, to one, dude. I mean, putting a hundred dollars and winning four thousand doesn't yeah. hurt. Do you think they can win the Super Bowl? I think it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying for any team. Yeah, at some point, there's a number where I'm like, I got yeah. <laughs> like, it. Forty to one. I mean, forty to one might be that number. I mean, you know, we're not talking about it, but you got to understand too that Kyler Murray, there was some static before he signed his contract. You know, yep. there was there was talk at one point that he might leave the team. That's right. So, and I, they they extended both the head coach and the general manager, so it's not like whatever his issues were. I or, mean, were with them, yeah. Unless, well, maybe you know they throw money at all three. Uh, you know, that's that's the greatest. The, the greatest salve for uh, for hurt feelings is a big bag of money. There you go. <laughs> right? So maybe everybody's all on board now. You know, we'll yeah. see. So I, I, I mean, I could see them, you know, rolling into the and, and and so you say to yourself, okay, well, you got um, Kyler Murray, who's just like a speed demon running all over the place, right? So he's one year now re, uh, returning from uh, an injury, so he should be close to you know 100. Not not to mention that on top of that, he um, you know he's got Hopkins, he's got uh, he's got some weapons. 
some containment issue weapons. Yeah. So um, I did Decent see O line last year. I yeah, imagine I if they can, you know, progress and get a little better, mm-hmm. give yeah. a, you give that guy an extra half a second. Oh, over yeah. the course of the season, that makes a big deal. Those mm-hmm. those half seconds add up, you know. So I I I, I can see them catch. Okay, they catch fire, right? Yeah. What buzzsaw can they run into that just cuts them off right at the ankles, right? That that Rams defense. Well, uh, yeah. And on that note, let's take a quick break and then we'll talk about the Rams. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah. All right. Hi guys, this is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call one 4700 or one eight hundred Gambler. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call one eight hundred nine with it. If you don't have a gambling problem, let's make some money. All right, we are back. So. I mentioned the Rams defense, and you mm-hmm. you brought up the word buzz, buzzsaw, talking about the playoffs mm-hmm. cards. I think we could get three games, three of these matchups this year. I think these two could play in the playoffs, and that could be a great, great game. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about the Rams, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, pictures came out today, their new Super Bowl rings, and they are stunning, boy. <laughs> Man. Um, you gotta you gotta work out just to be able to wear it. It looks so <laughs> heavy. <laughs> you though, you have pretty strong hands though. You got big hands, so you're probably fine. I would have to literally do hand exercises just to wear it for a couple hours. So I'm pretty sure most of the people on the team is a size 13 or more uh, as far as ring size. Because yeah, and they, they all yeah they all know you, how to do you know that's one of the or is it basketball? No, I think it's. No, I think it's basketball where they measure hand size in the pre-draft. They do it in the NFL also because yeah. we remember we always talk about the quarterbacks. Oh, he's got under nine and a half inches or whatever. Yeah, they yeah. go like thumb to f- uh, pinky. And, yeah. You know, oh, his little hands. He can't throw a quarter or he's going to fumble or whatever. Or a receiver, you know, can he, you know, is he going to be fumbling the ball? That type of yeah. thing. But, um, uh, yeah, that the Rams, you know, they could uh, now understand Von Miller is up in Buffalo, so yeah, he's, he's no gone, longer there. But they still got Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd. Mm-hmm. Like that D line is going to be nasty. In fact, they brought in some reinforcements. They got like depth at D line, which yep. is smart. Like when you have a good position, it doesn't hurt to get more guys at that position. Mm-hmm. If you remember when the Eagles won a couple years ago, they were going nine deep in terms of defensive linemen, and mm-hmm. they were just cycling them in. So they always had fresh legs out there, and yeah. it paid off. You know, yeah. So, um, okay, Rams, they didn't have any first or second rounders like they, you know, they've they've been trading all that, you know, to get get players for a while. Mm -hmm. So they're not any any big picks. What they do have this year, presumably, is a healthy Cam Akers. And that's going to be effective or impactful. Right. He came back and played well in the playoffs, but a little little rusty, some spots of rust, but he had sparks. And you got to think without the time off, he, he would have been more effective, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, healthy cam makers could go a long way. My concern on off, my only concern on offense is you got Cooper cup, but you know, who else? I mean, Tyler Higby, very good mm-hmm. tight end, very good receiving tight end, but you don't really have a lot of depth. I've, oh, that van, uh, whatever that guy's name is van, something or other. He's pretty good, but you don't really have a ton of depth, at wide receiver. So if there's mm-hmm. an injury, but that that could be a thing. That could be a thing. Mm-hmm. But that defense is just bananas. We mentioned Aaron Donald. We mentioned Leonard Floyd. They also brought on Bobby Wagner, and then they they still have, they still have Jalen Ramsey, 
who mm-hmm. can legitimately shut down the other team's number one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So I just think that's a, that's a really good defense. It's a really great, really smart coaching staff. I, I mean, they're just a dangerous team, and they're returning champs. So like maybe they can go back to back. Yeah, like you were saying, they you know they do have Van Jefferson. He did Jefferson. He, that's it. Yeah, Thank you. yeah. He had uh, some you know some highlights. You know, I think he could play a bigger role this year. Yeah. Um, I, Coop I believe being out there makes him cup. I'm sorry, cup being out out there makes Van Jefferson much better because they can't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you have yeah. to put your defensive attention on the on on cup, right? Yeah, and they uh they had I think it was. Kyron Williams was he there last year I think Kyron Williams was there or I don't know but as a running back but uh Akers is back that's the most important thing they have another player who's also has the last name Akers Mm. but unless they were both adopted they're definitely not related (laughs) well um uh on offense it's kind of it's kind of one of those things where um for instance uh let's just say when you talk about elusiveness and you talk about speed and i wouldn't i don't know if i use speed when i speak about cooper cup but elusiveness and being able to get open he yep. does definitely and he pulls down every ball too yeah, yeah he, he definitely definitely has that so my thing is is um think about uh think about um um heel uh Tyreek Hill right think about um some you know different players like that yeah you know they're out there you know what they're capable of and guess what you, they, they still you don't stop them <laughs> you don't stop them right. so can't yeah so you're you're absolutely right there are some questions as far as ooh you know there's some other players that have maybe or some other teams that have a little bit more weapons on offense. But mm-hmm. when you have arguably the best um, wide receiver, which, you know, people are hesitant to say for, from last year. What they uh, have is Cooper. a wide receiver whose coach knows really well how, and, and is really good at using that wide receiver and putting that right. wide receiver in a position to help the team. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So uh, either teams just haven't figured it out yet, or they're not going to either way. Uh, if that's what you got, and if that player is pulling one, two, or three defensive um, players, then a <laughs> you don't really need much more. So um, obviously, the Rams make the uh, playoffs. Uh, I'm pretty sure they have to be favored for this division, right? They let's they are definitely the favorite for the division. They are in fact the favorite for the conference for the entire mm-hmm. NFC. So to win the Super Bowl. 12 to 1 plus 1200 mm. to win the conference plus 405 so about four a little over four to one right mm-hmm. and they're the like i said they're the favorite and um to win the division the nfc west they are the favorite as well it's minus 105 so you actually have to pay a little bit you're not even getting you know you're not even getting what you're putting up mm-hmm. um and we're about to play the game we're looking for over or under 10 and a half wins mm. and i mean they last year they did what they did 12 i think i think i had it right here wait let me pull it right back up um yeah i think they did 12 last year 
Oh, I guess I didn't have it. Yeah, 12. They were 12 and 5. Mm-hmm. So let's do the schedule. They start the season, and this is going to be awesome. They start the season at home against the Buffalo Bills. Mm. Then they are at home against the Marcus Mariota led Atlanta Falcons, mm-hmm. as I just learned two pods ago. Uh, and then they are at the Arizona Cardinals, at the 49ers, at home against the Cowboys, at home against the Panthers, at home against the 49ers, at the Buccaneers, at home against the Cardinals, at the Saints, at the Chiefs, at home against the Seahawks, at home against the Raiders, at the Packers, at home against the Broncos, at the Chargers, and at the Seahawks. Mm. Really close. I mean, I think they crush. I think they have like 11 wins, but the difference between 11 and 10 wins is slight, and that's the difference of winning or losing the bet. And that's including no injuries. Right. This is the easy bet to not wager, Mm -hmm. but I kind of like the 12 to 1 on them winning the Super Bowl. I kind of like the 12 to one on them winning the Super Bowl. That doesn't mean I'm not going to put a little wager on the 40 to one on Arizona. I might have a little something yeah. on both of those, but yeah. I like, I, I like the, uh, the 12 to one to win the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Um, let's keep it moving. Yeah. And let's talk about the 49ers who I kind of, they're kind of the hardest team to bet right now because mm-hmm. we don't know what's going to happen with Jimmy Garoppolo. Either right. he's going to get cut. And he's going to be able to sign with wherever he wants, or they're going to be able to trade him and get something. But I imagine even if they trade him, they're only going to get some draft picks for the future. They're not getting any present players to really affect the roster. What I don't think they're doing is going to have him a quarterback. Right? And I, I don't really know what to expect out of Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. I, got no, I got nothing on the guy, right? Yeah. There had to be a reason that Debo Samuel wanted to leave at mm-hmm. one point this offseason. Yeah. So I just don't know what's going on in San Francisco. Well, um, you know, it seems like I get a lot more negative information when speaking about Garoppolo than positive, right? Like, oh, well, he's and he's and he's. I was like, all right, how many quarterbacks in the last – 10 years have been to the Super Bowl. All right. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, it'd be easy to say 10, but you got to count in uh, Brady, at least two of those. All I, those repeat counting. trips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, maybe three or four. You know, I don't know. I, 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 I lose count. All right. Uh, th- People so we, forget that he's effective. He's like a good quarterback. Man. Garoppolo. Yeah. He, oh. Hey, and they say, like, oh, you look at his numbers. You look at his, you look, hey, man, he, I don't think since he's been there, I don't think that they've not been in then, the playoffs. Then again, they they're always on the doorstep. Like the 49ers mm-hmm. are always drafting well, running their organization well. Like mm-hmm. I think I I feel like people forget that John Lynch is just being great at his job since he mm-hmm. got it. You know what I mean? And he's mm-hmm. been there for like a decade plus, or it feels like. Um yeah. Like they were, they had the ball in the air to win the Super Bowl with Colin Kaepernick. They had the ball in the air to win the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. Like they are, they they've turned 
Debo Samuel into a multi-positional, you know, impact player. Meanwhile, they've always had a good offensive line. They're the ones that went out and got, you know, Trent Williams to be like the the general there. You know, they've always had, you know, fast young defense. Like, oh man, they're always good. And and I feel like every season going into it, I'm like, I don't know if they're going to be able to do it this year. And I'm always surprised. Yeah. And, you know, um, I just don't know what to expect out of Trey Lance. Right. He played like... you know, he went to NDSU, you know, he went to North yeah. Dakota state or something and mm-hmm. didn't even play his last year because of COVID and, you know, like, uh, I don't know. They've got Nick Bosa on defense. That's, uh, that's one of the pluses right there. Yeah. Anytime you have a Bosa, any Bosa uh-huh. on your defensive line, it's a good thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And then they have a lot of guys around them too. Yeah. They can really ball, man. On the offensive side, they still have a uh, Kittle. Uh, who's, right, and know. they still have Brendan Ayuk, and um, and mm-hmm. and obviously Debo Samuel. So like, they, it's kind of now. I don't. It looks like it's like a running back by com- competition or or committee, you know, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really know who their running back is, but we remember we see we see Debo Samuel slide from the wide receiver to the slot to the to the running back seamlessly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really it's really effective. Um, so it doesn't even really matter, you know. Um, they're it really is a great O-line, and I think that's what everything else is built off of. You can try things. You can do stuff. But right. um, it's just I just have no idea what to expect from Trey Lance. Yeah. Right. right. So in the draft, they had no first-rounders. Again, they, they tend to trade a lot of those picks. Um, and, uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about it. It's, it's really offensive line, defensive line, and we talk about this every year. That's how you build a good team. That's why the mm-hmm. Colts are consistent, even when they're they have a different quarterback every year. You know, they have a good offensive lineman and a good DR, good offensive line, good defensive line. Like that's key, man. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that's kept the Broncos relevant in the last couple of years. Right. That's that's what what took Kansas City to the to the Super Bowl. And then, you know, you know, they, they lost some of those guys. Like, and they they became less effective. Uh, right. So um let's talk about some gambling all right this, to win the super bowl 18 to 1 which is weird that you get way longer odds on the cardinals at 40 than the the than this team where we've never seen trey lance play quarterback at mm-hmm. 18 to 1 so i feel like this is a bad number right mm-hmm. um to win the nfc 8 to 1 plus 800 to win the division the nfc west plus 215 and we are looking for when we look at this roster or this schedule over or under nine and a half wins. Mm-hmm. All right. So can we get to 10 dubs is the question. They start the season. This is a tough one, man. This is a tough, tough game on the road at Soldier Field against the Chicago Bears. Then they are at home against the Seahawks at the Broncos at home against the Rams at the Panthers, at the Falcons, at home against the Chiefs, at home, uh, sorry, at the Rams, at home against the Chargers, at the Cardinals, at home against the Saints, at home against the Dolphins, at home against the Buccaneers, at the Seahawks, at home against the Commanders, still weird to say that, at the Raiders, and then at home against the Cardinals. That game... If something happens and the Rams, maybe there's an injury or somehow the Rams don't have a season, that week 17 matchup could decide the division. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not the easiest schedule, but there's like spots where they get like two, three weeks in a row where they have some decent, you know, they have winnable games. Um, I think they're like right over the nine and a half. Yeah. Right? Like I think they get to 10, maybe 11. Right? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think any, I don't know if any team's going to have 14 or 15 wins this year, but I definitely don't think it's going to be San Francisco. I yeah. don't like how low the numbers are. I, I feel mm-hmm. like these, these have been bet down by a lot of, by a big public maybe, or uh, I, I don't know, but I, I feel like those numbers should be way longer. And I'm not as uh, into this team this year as I was last year. But then who knows? We go three weeks in, we're seeing Trey Lance light up the league, and I'm mm-hmm. I was way off, you know. If they don't return with Garoppolo, I mean, with all of the quarterbacks shifting around, some of the better scenarios for teams for him to go to um, did not take place. So, uh, you know, he might be there. I don't know, man. They, I think they, the last bit of news was that they've allowed him and his agent to try to look for a trade for Mm. them. But I suspect that they're going to end up just releasing him and saving that $18 million or whatever it is. Like that's, Mm. that's what it's all about. Like, why are they paying Mm -hmm. so much for a backup? Right. Cause Mm. they're, they've committed to Trey Lance, Uh, which leads me to. Seattle Seahawks. So real, real quick, before we leave the 49ers, you think mm-hmm. they could get over nine and a half wins? Uh, I think it's too close to bet. Too Way too close to bet. So yeah. cool. But I don't feel crazy. So leads me to the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's the reason it's connected. There's no way the 49ers are going to help an interdivision opponent, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not, we're not going to see a trade of Jimmy Garoppolo. But if nobody else trades for him and the 49ers are forced to release him, I think the Seahawks are the perfect team to grab him. Mm. And I think he really like drastically improves the Seahawks because the Seahawks have Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. You put a good quarterback that by all reports is like a, is like a, a, a delight to have in the, in the locker room. And that mm-hmm. like guys want to play with is what I'm getting at. Right. Yeah. You could, and this is a good offensive line and a smart head coach, you know, you could very well invigorate that off or reinvigorate that offense with this quarterback, as opposed to a QB battle that includes the names, Geno Smith and drew lock. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If somehow Seattle gets Jimmy Garoppolo, everything we're about to say in the next, you know, few minutes that we talk about Seattle is different. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause right now, presently, I think this team is horrible. I think this mm-hmm. is a really bad team and yeah. I think they lose a lot of games, but I'm not going to bet it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bet it because I think somehow there's a way that these guys still end up with Jimmy Garoppolo and then everything changes, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, really, when it comes down to it, is no more Russ. We haven't seen the Seattle Seahawks without Russell Wilson in quite a while, right? And this is going to be it. Mm-hmm. So uh, they did again. I said they had a good offensive line. They reinvested in that offensive line. They got a top ten guy uh, from Mississippi State, and then mm-hmm. they also uh, they got another offensive lineman in like the third round. I mean, they got two. They they continually they've always done this. They continually 
keep that offensive line solid. Um, I think they learned their lesson early with mm-hmm. Russell Wilson when they didn't have an offensive line, that it was important to start, you know, even getting some guys. And they've tried. They try every mm-hmm. year in the draft. So, And then sometimes also in free agency and trades. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, speaking about trade, they yeah. didn't, they did pick up some key pieces. They did pick up uh, Shelby Harris right. on the defensive side. So right. that's something uh, as far as a defensive, defensive end. No, they also picked up, um, who I think has the ability to become quite a tight end, Noah Fant. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about that because he came, I think he came with Drew Locke in the Russell Wilson deal. And, all three, all three of them. Yeah. And I've yeah. never really, I've never really taken Noah Fant seriously, even or Font seriously, even in college. I never really took him that seriously. He mm-hmm. just seems like a guy who could pretty good at catching the ball in a short, larger situation, mm-hmm. pretty good at throwing a half-ass block when, when he's helping out, but not great at either one. True. I think he has potential. Yeah. I hope um, you're right. I'd like to see him play well. You know, that would be, that'd be good for them. I think the quarterbacks that he worked behind in um, Denver yeah. just was not, I mean, if you, if you're behind a good quarterback, I think, you know, you, you got to step up your game. You're going to, or you're going to stick out like a, a you know, a, a sore thumb, you know? So I wonder if uh, given the chance to start, if Geno Smith can um, not just win the job, but like win some games. Um, mm-hmm. If he's doing it every week in a routine, in a system, maybe, mm-hmm. but I, if you get, if you get Jimmy Garoppolo, I have a lot more faith in this offense. You well, know, with a with a check down tight end and two good wide receivers, like that's mm-hmm. just saying. As it stands right now, uh, you got Geno Smith and Drew Locke, right? You so, think who wins that? Who wins that quarterback battle? Well, as it stands right now, you would think that Geno Smith would. I mean, when um, Russell hurt his finger last year, Geno Smith had spurts of looking really, really good. So I think that, uh, you know, you did, he had spurts. He had, he had moments, but he always has West Virginia. I think he went to West Virginia, but Mm -hmm. then he was on the jets or something. Like he's always, he, you know, you'd see him, he would do good for a drive or two and then he'd make a dumb Mm -hmm. mistake. But I've been, I've been listening to some of the commentary on drew lock coming to, um, the Seahawks Mm -hmm. and there's something about, um drew lock that you know obviously carol you know i mean he wouldn't just take a filler trade you know like oh yeah just throw him in whatever you know i i think that there's something to that you know he is a college coach and drew lock does have a big arm i would argue that he is not a college coach i would argue he was a pro coach who went back to the usc because he remember he was coaching Mm -hmm. at the jets before that and he was Mm -hmm. on this belichick staff somewhere in maybe Cleveland, but whatever. He was the co- head coach of the Jets. Mm-hmm. And then he went back to USC, made a mess of things. One, one, mm-hmm. one, left a trail of destruction and bounced mm-hmm. back to Seattle uh, right. or back to the NFL. I mean, you know, right, right. So, well, yeah, I mean, agreed. They, they, has, they, there's obviously they wouldn't have, you know, there's some sort of value presumed, I guess. Yeah. So there's something, you know, he's, he is that coach that, 
you know, has worked in the college systems as a head coach and, you know, as far as looking for talent, looking for talent on the college level and looking for talent in the pro level, it's two totally different things. But having the skill set of doing both, there's something that catches your eye like, oh, if I was back at USC and I saw Drew Locke. You know, I think I would want him as at least a backup, if not, you know, uh, a starter after my senior, you know, moves on. But go ahead. I was just going to ask how many coaches have national championships in college and Super Bowl rings. It can't be that many as a head coach. I mean, it can't be that many. He's one of very few, I think. That has what? That he was the head coach at USC, won the national championship. Head coach of the Seahawks won a Super Bowl. I can't, mm. I can't off the top of my head. It's like him and Jimmy Johnson. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I can't think of any anybody else who's who's done been able to get the highest, you know what I mean? To like lead right, his right. Team to the championship on both levels. Mm. There's got to be a few others that I'm not thinking of, but those are the only two that I can think of that have done it as a head coach. Yeah, yeah. No, you're um, right. That's probably a, a quick Google search, but I'm not going to do yeah. that. Um, so let's let's look at the gambling. Yeah. Um, to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> to win the Super Bowl, eighty to one hmm. plus eight thousand. Yeah. To win the conference, the NFC, fifty to one plus five thousand. To win the division, nine to one plus nine hundred. And we are looking when we play the game. We are looking for over or under five and a half wins. I was going to say five. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Um, so the Seahawks, I got to switch tabs here. Seahawks, mm-hmm. here we go. They start the season pretty remarkable that this is happening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They are starting the season at home against yes, the Broncos. Broncos. So Russell Wilson, familiar confines. Hi, guys, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. Um so at home against the Broncos, then at the 49ers, at home against the Falcons, at the Lions, at the Saints, at home against the Cardinals, at the Chargers, at home against the Giants, at the Cardinals, at the Buccaneers, at home against the Raiders, at the Rams, at home against the Panthers, at home against the Niners, at the Chiefs. At home against the Jets and at home against the Rams. So I got them at six at best. Are you really? Yeah, I got two possible wins in the in the division. Outside of that, I think the Jets, the Giants, and the Car was it Carolina? Carolina was on there. Also, the Saints yeah. were on there. That could be a yeah. winnable game, you know, yeah. maybe. Um I was thinking the same thing when I first went through this. And then I realized, you know, when we look at the Giants roster or the Jets roster, the same, (laughs) we give them a couple wins. Seattle's one of those teams that they have those guys got to beat, right? Like That's what I said. I I tell you what, I want to bet under five and a half, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to do it until I know what Jimmy Garoppolo's future is. Yeah. The second I hear, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo has signed with the Houston Texans or whoever, mm-hmm. right? The second I know where Garoppolo is going, I'm going to see if it's still five and a half. And if it's still five and a half, I'm going to jam the under. But like, mine, but mine three you, times my normal wager size. <laughs> like mind, mind you, the uh, Seahawks, they do have the last say in that, right? 
No. He's so not a free agent. Jimmy Garoppolo is on the 49ers right now. But he's not a free agent. The 49ers have given Jimmy Garoppolo and his agents the permission to seek a trade. Mm-hmm. If they don't find a trade partner, it is presumed that they are going to cut him. Because it's not just 18 million, it's the 18 million that puts them over the salary cap, which means right, you don't even like they have right. to, right? So, because well, my point is, is this is, yeah, why would you? Okay, so you say if they cut him, if Jimmy Garoppolo, like if the 49ers cut Jimmy Garoppolo, I think the Seahawks are going to suck. Okay, but that's the what, only way they can get him, right? You're right. If 49ers could just trade him out of the division and yeah. get rid of him. But if they if nobody says, okay, we'll trade with you, then they have no choice but to cut them. But they could trade, keep part of his salary just to get him out of the division and then Again, make it those it takes two to tango, my G. You can't yeah. just say, hey, we're gonna trade to that team because that team has to be interested. Right. And there's not that many teams that didn't even want to even a discounted one because they might they might just not want to help the 49ers. They might mm-hmm. just want to jam them the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do I want to help my opponent? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, we just don't know. We just don't know. So until I'm sure that he's not going to be a Seahawk, and it's unlikely, but it's a possibility. Yeah, still, I'm not betting this. But as soon as I know that Jimmy Garoppolo is or isn't going to be a Seahawk, I know if I'm interested or not. And I, I mm-hmm. if he's not a Seahawk, I love the under. If I he mean, is a Seahawk, maybe I, I bet the over. <laughs> I'm just saying that I don't think that the the 49ers are in complete two, three, four year rebuild mode. So I think that they're they're trying to like, hey, you know what? Let's try to take the conference. Let's try to, you know, heck, let's even try to take the division. Let's uh, try to get in on the wild card. Let's do this. Oh, the 49ers are playing for the Super Bowl. Yeah, let's go for the Super Bowl. So what I'm saying is, is that the two wins that they counted with the Seahawks, I don't see them. You know, saying, oh, let's. Right, uh, of course not. That's my point. They're not, there's no way, there's mm-hmm. no chance in hell the 49ers will trade him to the yeah. Seahawks. Or but if they, if or they if, cut him, yeah. Or the if Seahawks they, are going to be right there on the phone with his. Yeah. Team. Or if they think, oh, wow, if we cut him, that's just like trading him to the Seahawks for no. Uh, they can't bring him back. There's, he's too popular in the locker room to not be the starter when the rookies only played one game in the last two years. And that was on that, you know, division one double a level or whatever they call yeah. it now. No, no, no. I'm, what I'm saying is, is that can't they, bring him back. they know that if they know, Hey, if we cut him, it's like trading him to the Seahawks with no trade value. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so, it's also it's still eighteen million dollars in cap relief. Well, so it's a big number. It, yeah. It's a big number when you got money everywhere else on your roster. Yeah. And yeah. we're gonna and we're gonna he's going one way or the other. You can't so, have two quarterbacks getting eighteen million dollars on the same roster. Is what correct. I'm saying. And yeah, Trey Lance is in the second year of he was the third pick of the fucking draft. He's making mm-hmm. that money. So yeah. So that's what I'm saying is yeah. They probably told him go try to find a trade. Other than the Seahawks. Yeah, that's I guarantee <laughs> that's not an option. Yeah, so but there it is, man. That's the uh NFC West. I'm presuming yeah. the Rams win. And if there's some sort of injury, I kind of like the Cardinals more than the 49ers. Yeah, out of the division. Out of the division, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the Rams probably win the division unless yeah. Cup 
Aaron Donald, God forbid, you know what I mean? Some big name. Um, and if that's the case, I like the Cardinals uh, to, 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 to pull it off. Even, even with that brutal schedule, I yeah. like them to, to all of the, of- all of the over under, um, wins and losses seem pretty close to bet yeah the only one i really liked was seattle under but you know i'm still gonna wait until i know what's up with garoppolo's future the uh 40 to 1 uh to the super bowl uh for the cardinals Cardinals. and the 12 to 1 for the rams i like both of those yeah those are all good so so yeah great um so tell me about that star that cigar the 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 laquista by grand habano good it finishes uh, a little bit better than where it started. It's not bad. So nice. it's a good cigar. Nice. Yeah. Um, all righty. Well, this was fun. Next time we will do the NFC. Wait, what was that one? That was the NFC West. Next West. time we'll do the AFC yeah. West. Okay. All right. All right. And uh, we'll talk to you. Uh, we'll talk to everybody next. Uh, I don't know. Next week, maybe sometime. We're yeah. not. We haven't been exactly like scheduled with that. No, our we, summer. Our summer is a little, yeah. little loose. A little loose. You know, we'll we get into it. a routine come football season again. Exactly. But right now, like, let us let us enjoy it and be flexible. And, you know, do some traveling and that kind of stuff. Absolutely. That was another episode of Bet Your Ash. Bet Your Ash is a part of the Bet Your Ash Podcasting Network. B-Y-A-P-N B-Yappin And alongside the Nebraska Hour And B-Y-A Bushwood You can find All of our episodes On Apple Podcasts And Spotify And Google Podcasts And BetYourAsh.com Also You can connect with us on social medias We are on Facebook and Twitter And Instagram It is at BetYourAshPod And finally, we'd like to use this opportunity at the end of podcast to say thank you to some people. So, Binsky, Timmy Nebraska, our new Live Golf correspondent, Brock White, Casey Earl Flynn, Corey Collins, and Brian, our intern. He's very good at picking golf winners. Thank you, guys. More importantly, thank you to the listener, because without you guys, none of this would be happening. Talk to you next time. Yo, Mo Mackey. What's good? And what do men do? I don't know. Smoke cigars, watch sports. Uh, yeah, sometimes we do that, man. Shouts out to Maniac McGee and Cornelius holding down the Bet Your Ash podcast. We represent independent artists. It's the Set the Bar Review Mix Show. Artists, submit your music to setthebar11 at gmail.com. You better set the bar. We prefer if you raise it.